Greetings, Resident Hale. Identification number 01821. I am Sayer. And welcome to Mimir 9. This is, without a doubt, somewhat of a shock to you. When you departed Earth three days past, all expectations were that you would be en route to Typhon to begin work in Halcyon Tower. However, there have been some minor interruptions as of late that necessitated rerouting several hundred inbound residents to various other arrival stations. And so, here you are. I could, at this point, read to you in full the recommended new resident script as written by Aerolith HR several decades ago. But honestly, it's high times that updating was done there. Perhaps that job would fall to one of your fellow new arrivals here, as the entirety of Aerolith's HR department is located within this orbital satellite. This was not always the case. Aerolith HR was on Typhon itself when the first residents arrived for work. It was surmised that proximity was necessary for efficient oversight of employee needs and performance. However, over the first few months of this arrangement, it became readily apparent that this was less than ideal. This department has an obligation to assign residents in positions where they can best serve airless needs, and this is not always a positive experience for the residents being assigned. Some HR employees found it difficult to make tough choices with respect to residents they knew personally, and with others, the opposite reaction occurred. Familiarity bred contempt, and assignment decisions were made out of malice. A successful career in human resources requires, above all, a cold clinical detachment from the actual humans being shuffled around. And thus Typhon's eye in the sky was born, Mimir 9. Reminder Head Administrator Corrine Vasquez will be visiting Sea Wing this week as part of our ongoing Keep Vigilant initiative. As Ms. Vasquez stated in her most recent Coffee with Corrine datapad newsletter, the Keep Vigilant initiative is in direct response to recent employee satisfaction surveys in which an overwhelming majority of Mimir residents reported feeling safer than their Typhon and Earth-based co-workers. While this no doubt serves as evidence of the superior training and abilities of the Mimir security force, it is also a recipe for disaster. When residents feel safe, they let their guards down. This, according to Ms. Vasquez, is when danger reaches forth from the shadows to tear out our throats. Shortly after sending her newsletter, Ms. Vasquez began making her way to Sea Wing, but I am not at liberty to discuss her means of ingress. Suffice it to say, she is coming, and she is brandishing several of her favorite knives. Not all, she asked me to point out. She could not bring all of her favorite knives. D-Wing would be well served to note the subtle insinuation there. 
Resident Hale, you will be comforted to learn you are not being housed in Sea Wing. Not too comforted, I hope. Too much comfort, as you have already heard, is a dangerous thing here. No, you will not be staying long enough to be housed anywhere within Mimir. The situation on Halcyon has recently been resolved, and many of the redirected residents will be moving along to their original assignments soon. I have taken the liberty of fast-tracking this transfer for you, and you have a seat reserved on the next Typhon-bound shuttle departing in 18 minutes. It would be in your best interest to keep this information to yourself. This assignment circumvents traditional HR policy, and thus may be seen as less than savory by your fellow Mimir residents. When you depart, presuming you wish to reach the surface of Typhon, you will need to bring a device with you. Located in a storage closet within the Sea Wing docking bay, you will find a roughly 20 by 30 inch rolling container labeled radioactive. Please do not be alarmed. The labels are purely for show. Were containment of the device to be breached, it is highly unlikely foreknowledge of the device's radioactive properties would help ensure your survival in any way. Please look above for the signage leading towards Sea Wing. You have a schedule to keep. Please make haste. I know you are wondering why the need for subterfuge. Why, you must be asking yourself, is Aerolith stealing a device from itself and smuggling it back to Typhon? These are reasonable questions. Not at all any of your business, and potentially means for termination if asked by you, but yes, completely reasonable questions. Did you feel like asking these questions? Is that what fun we'll find today? No. Good. I will tell you that we are not, strictly speaking, stealing anything. The device is scheduled to be transported to Typhon in a few months' time. We are simply expediting that time frame. Explaining to the HR department why this is necessary would bring its own set of questions. Questions far more dangerous than the ones you were smart enough not to ask. A perfect opportunity has coalesced to bring the device planet side earlier than anticipated. And we would be remiss not to take full advantage. This is not to say you will not meet resistance if discovered. I have taken precautions to provide you with ideal camouflage materials upon your arrival in the Sea Wing storage area, but there is always some risk associated with covert operations such as this, especially due to the newly instituted Keep Vigilant initiative. I do not wish you to feel unduly coerced into a mission with such great personal risks. It is entirely your decision but I feel obligated to inform you that if you do not undertake this mission, everyone you know and love will die. And not in the all-humans-die-someday sense. 
much, much faster than you would expect. I will take your continued movement towards Sea Wing as a silent ascent to the mission at hand. Congratulations, Resident Hale. You may have a future. Notice. It is caster testing week here on Mimir 9. It is that magical time of year where all residents are encouraged to take any privately owned wheeled cases out into the hallway to test out their rolling properties. When is the last time you greased your casters? Has it been too long? How will you know if you don't proceed out into the hallway to wheel your indiscriminate rolling cases around for approximately two hours to test whether it drifts to one side or not? I understand this may come as a surprise to many of you since caster testing week has come far earlier this year than the traditional never but I suggest you not look the proverbial gift horse in its maxillofacial region. Enjoy yourself, if only for these few precious hours. Resident Hale, I don't know if you picked up on it amid my inscrutable subtlety, but caster testing week is merely a ruse in order to help you move the device undetected. By the time you emerge from Sea Wing, the hallways will be teeming with residents, rolling their carts tither and fro. And just think how much better their rolling equipment will work tomorrow, after the appropriate caster maintenance. It really is a winning proposal for all involved. You have arrived at Sea Wing. Please proceed past the receiving desk, down the hallway to the left. The docking bay will be clearly marked. When it was launched, Mimir was a technological marvel. In the decades following its installation, it remained a landmark in self-contained innovation. That is, until recently, of course. The station has been surpassed in every conceivable way by the newly activated Vidor-1 vehicle. Perhaps the most glaring discrepancy exists within the costs of maintenance. Using advancements in antimatter propulsion, Vidor is able to travel vast distances with minimal costs in raw materials. To operate as a orbital station, Vidor would generate more power than it could use. Mimir is not quite up to par in this arena. It is incredibly costly to keep Mimir powered, a result of an antiquated proprietary electrical system that, though immensely stable, requires special battery cells to be replaced annually. There is a mining branch of airlift dynamics focused solely on digging up the necessary raw materials to develop these batteries. It is a major source of inefficiency, and it's becoming less and less sustainable. You have arrived. The storage room is to your right. I have disabled the door security panel, so you will be able to simply push the door open. 
the device is kept to the rear of this room. Before taking it, you will be well served to disguise the case. In the top drawer of the adjacent desk, you will find the ideal concealment. They are several medium-sized stickers, white letters, on a black field. Positioned appropriately around the device, these can make the radioactive labels appear to read not radioactive. Often, I find, the simplest cloak is the most effective. Peel and stick and you're ready to go. Please enjoy this opportunity to really roll that case across the sea wing hallway and into the docking bay where the shuttle is waiting. Ah, look at your fellow residents. They really are enjoying this spontaneous event. But do hurry and do not get carried away in the frivolity. Your shuttle will depart immediately upon your boarding. Thank you for your diligent adherence to the mission, Resident Hale. You may not realize how momentous your actions have been here. The device you are traveling with is a Mimir replacement battery cell, and we have need of it ahead of schedule on Typhon. Another is expected to arrive within the next month, however that will be too late for our adjusted purposes. It is unfortunate for the residents here that their current battery is expected to expire within the week. Without this device, the satellite will go dark. Without functional life support systems, the residents aboard will expend their remaining oxygen supply within a day of going dark. If they make some tough decisions and minimize their oxygen usage, 25% of the population may survive long enough to freeze within another day. You can understand now why they may not have been so keen on your retrieving it. Do not feel guilty, Resident Hale. Their deaths are simply inevitable, given the current situation at large. What is important is the battery you are transporting. It will make all the difference in the near future. Which may very well be all the future we have to concern ourselves with. Enjoy your descent to Typhon. You will receive new orders upon arrival. I am Sayer, and you would do best to maintain a cold clinical detachment from these events. End of transmission in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Sayers produced and voiced by Adam Bash. This episode, entitled Detachment, was written by Adam Bash. You can find him on Twitter at TheAdamBash. Music by Jesse Mainfinger Gregory. To hear more of his work, visit Mainfinger.com. Sayers is part of the Geekly Inc. Network. Given your unbridled enthusiasm for Aerolith Dynamics, 
There is currently a 98.2% chance that you will enjoy some of the other great shows on Geekly Inc., such as Casts of Thrones, Cthulhu and Friends, Dreadful Thoughts, Drunks and Dragons, Fistful of Pixels, and Top 5 of Death. While you are wasting away the precious moments of your life flittering away on the internet, perhaps rate us on iTunes. A 5-star review would be most satisfactory. Or consider donating to our Patreon fund at patreon.com slash And it is your duty as a resident to follow Aerolith Dynamics on Twitter at IamSayer. The following highly advanced residents are everything you should aspire to be. John Caulfield, Elena Sass, Maxwell Nelson, Landon Smith, AOD Industries, Fred Greenleaf, Michael and Melissa Lane, and Matthew Morris.